Hi Central family, this is Jonathan Dean here and it's great to be with you on the Rooted podcast. I've been at Central for coming on nine years now and you may well have seen me on your TV screens leading worship at some point over the last year. I'm a husband to Kirsty and a dad to three-year-old Alfie and one-year-old Seth. I work as a leadership consultant helping organisations make sure they have the leaders they need for the future and I was asked to say something about hobbies too. It turns out having kids doesn't lend itself well to that kind of thing, but every once in a while I manage to go and whack a football and try not to get injured if I can. And here we are in the latter half of our journey through the book of Proverbs. At times, a set of seemingly unrelated and random quotes that feel like they could be attributed to Einstein or Abraham Lincoln on a Google search. But when we dig a bit deeper, we find there is gold to mine that there is wisdom to learn from and truth to live our lives by. As I read through the many one-liners between chapters 17 and 20, I notice that they are nearly all about how we relate to one another, about the difference between the ways of wisdom and the ways of folly. And I don't need a degree in theology, which is just as well because I don't have a degree in theology, to understand this simple advice. Yet the challenge is to live it out. And that is the challenge, right? to, as we say at Central, to follow Jesus, to be family and to love Edinburgh. So I'd like to draw out three different verses that each speak to a different aspect of how we relate to each other, of how we can live that out. Firstly, the head. This is chapter 18, verse 21. It says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who live it will eat its fruit. What's it saying? It's saying that our words matter. More than that, that they have power. I find it so much easier to critique than encourage, to break down than build up. A positive affirmation can make a real difference to how my day is going from someone else, but somehow that doesn't mean I give the same to others. But even if it is awkward, there are so many opportunities for me to share a positive um, or courageous word with someone on a message or in person, especially in my work, but in my church community too. Secondly, we move from the head to the heart. A few verses later, still in chapter 18, we get to verse 24. It says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. What's this saying? It's saying that our friendships matter. Who we give our hearts to. Not just in romance, but the people that we care about and commit to. Who do we stick to and stick with? How reliable do they see us as? What happens when the going gets tough? For me, this area is the simplest, yet often the most difficult, preferring to put my own freedom, my own preferences at the top of the list. Yet I'm reminded about the difference I can make to check in with my friends, to play the long game, to not give up easily, to put others first over time. And thirdly, we move from the head to the heart, through to our hands. Chapter 19, verse 17 says, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. I'll say that again, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. This is saying that our actions matter and not just any actions, but specifically how we treat the poor, the marginalized, the oppressed in our world, those that have less than us. 
I love how this verse is phrased, encouraging us to be kind to the poor. This is not just possible through a direct debit. It won't work by signing an online petition on its own. It requires human connection. And whilst this year has revealed so many different causes and so many different people in need, at times I can be numb to that need, just not knowing where to start. The call is to kindness, starting with the people in need around me, in my neighbourhood, in Edinburgh. So, there we are, three proverbs showing us how to live through our words, our friendships and our actions, through our heads, our hearts and our hands. And it's how Jesus lived, right? Speaking words of truth, befriending the friendless, laying down his life for a broken world. And I'm becoming even more convinced that it isn't just about giving. It's not just a good thing to do. It's also the way to receive. I've just actually today come back from a fantastic two weeks of holiday. Um, It was really good to do very little. Although I say little, there were still a lot of things that two little boys demand, whether you're at home or on holiday. Um, But I know that actually that's not how I've been designed to live. We, you and I, have been designed to give, to invest, to contribute. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom through the book of Proverbs. We pray now that you would speak to each of us listening about individually where you're calling us to contribute, where you're calling me to contribute. And as we spend time in your presence right now, we think about our heads for the words that come out of our mouths. We think about our hearts, about the people that we give ourselves to. And we think about our hands, the actions that we take, the kindness that we show. And we say, speak to us, Lord. And we thank you that we do this because God, you are our source. We don't just do these things or think about these things or talk about these things because they are good things to do. We do them because you spoke your words over us first. You showed us your heart. You have been closer than a brother to us. And you showed us true sacrifice, ultimately through your obedience to death on a cross. May your word and your words become alive in us. Amen.